This week's episode of Here's Now Get is brought to you by A1 Bail Bonds. A1 Bail Bonds. Get your co-host out of the hooskow double quick. A1 Bail Bonds. Welcome to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly indisciplinary podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Crippled Jesus, and with me today, wanted in 17 countries, Tim, the handle breaker. Also, two seconds from a brain aneurysm, it's Tab Burt. Welcome back, and you've everybody. you've been saying the name wrong for all these years, Todd Seidel. What's up, everyone? We discovered last week that Todd, everybody's been pronouncing Todd's name wrong, Tim. Really? Yeah. It's apparently pronounced Seidel, like suicidal. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I would have uh, went with, like, dancing recital. It was but... really funny because Tony did the intro, and he's he's trying to get Seidel right, <laughs> and he then called him Tied instead of... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Um, the candy choice of all toddlers. Welcome back, Tim. Thank you. Uh, it it feels real good to be back here. Yeah, it was real weird last week not having I, you here. I bet. Well, so I asked you if you, like, you should have just brought Todd in here instead. Todd makes too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want his vape clouds in your face? No, he's always, like, fucking around with shit. Uh, you can... <laughs> You can hear it in the edit. You can like hear him messing around with stuff, like opening the drawers on the desk and whatnot. And <laughs> so I go in and, and you. gate all that stuff out. <laughs> if he was in here, it'd be total chaos. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, isn't it, Todd? I'd pro- I'd probably just be uh, on the drum throne over there. Yeah. We're just like banging around yeah. the whole the whole yeah. episode. So no, he's gotta stay out there. We're, we're <laughs> So it was just you in this in this room. Yeah, pretty much. Talking to someone who wasn't here. Yep. At- <laughs> <laughs> Were you still looking here? Yeah, yeah. You should have like grabbed like a broom or something and painted some eyes on it. <laughs> Next time I'll bring Ronnie over and put it put it over there. I put okay. I put googly eyes on him. I, I upgraded yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, with us today, Crippled Jesus, uh, Dick Show. Well, I don't know if you're a fan favorite. You've been getting a lot of hate lately for your. Uh, oh, the the Reddit hates me. I mean, yeah. I mean, welcome. Well. I can't welcome you to the club because the Reddit doesn't hate me, but uh, the Facebook does hate me. But so welcome to the getting hated by half the fan base club. Yeah, it's um, I, I mean, I'm on the show to impress Dick Masterson. So I think if he likes my Collins, I think I'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I really can't agree with you more. Yeah, it's it's, it's the Dick show. It's not the fan show, is it? <sighs> Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, well. <laughs> there's a little bit of, of concessions you make to the fans, but. Uh, and I mean, most of the hate is from uh, Digibro fanboys. Yeah, the because Digibro is a pedophile. Do you know who Digibro is? No. Nope. Yeah, me either. <laughs> how come? <laughs> I want to know, know how come so many. Never mind. I'll, I'll skip that question. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I was going there. Yeah, I know exactly where you're going with that. You were going to ask, like, how many pedophiles there are in the Dick Show fan base? Yeah. Well, the it number. Seems, <laughs> it seems to be, to be steadily growing. Well, I think what, the thing, the weird thing is like, he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not a pedophile. I've never fucked a kid. 
I just like to imagine myself fucking kids. Like, that makes you a pedophile. You're not a child molester. The, the most insane thing was when his, quote, wife said it with the art. Oh, that's right, because he's got a wife and shit, too. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, no, I, he's not a pedophile. He's, you, you're married a pedophile. <laughs> if you, if didn't, you. Didn't Tito from Maddox's show have a wife also? Oh, yeah. Tito, Tito is married. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with him. Yeah. So Digibro is like Tito, but on our side. They've got a pedophile. We've got a pedophile. We should make those two guys fight. Well, That's sure who should be Maddox. fighting. Two pedos enter, one pedo leaves. They're and all dragged I, I, in I for Maddox anyway. Zero leave. Originally. And, no, well, so, no, this is what happens. The two pedophiles go in there. They fight each other. And then the door opens up. That, you know, it's in the Thunderdome. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, Man yeah, Max. yeah, yeah. Uh, and you exit the Thunderdome champion and you walk right into a kitchen and get caught by Chris Hansen. Or or the loser gets chemically castrated, but I don't know if that would if they would, that would go to the loser or the winner. No, both of them. <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the uh, requirements for entry. Yeah. yeah you have yeah. to prove. Um, right when you win the fight, the after interview is just Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen saying, "Why don't you take a seat right over here?" <laughs> yeah, or or you walk like the winner. The winner walks walks in, and it's just a bunch of just random. Like just it looks like a, a random assortment of people, mm-hmm. and it's all parents of children who have. Oh my yes. god, <laughs> that's really <laughs> with dark. that certain look in their eyes, you know. Yeah, and they all have like um, baseball bats, and chains and, and stuff, chains and stuff. Yeah. Oh uh, god, that would be that would be very very funny. Uh, speaking of very, very funny and not to toot my own horn, but I got a phone call from a telemarketer last week and I, I didn't bring this in cause I wanted you to be here for it. Okay. Um, this might be the greatest telemarketer call, telemarketing call I've ever gotten. So okay. I, I cut off the first little bit where I wait on hold I got to get straight to the juicy part. It's very, very juicy. Check this <laughs> shit out. Thank you for responding guide services. How are you doing today? I'm not doing very well. I've been contemplating suicide all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, come again? I've been contemplating suicide. I've been really thinking about ending it, but I was just about to put the gun in my mouth, and then you called, and I was thinking, hey, maybe there is something worth living for. Oh. Who, what's the call for? Oh, I'm so sorry. You, you can know. go ahead and suicide, okay? I can go ahead and suicide? You give me permission? <laughs> yes. yes, I do. Go ahead and just make kill yourself. You are, you are a burden on the earth. I'm a burden on the earth. Wow. Thanks for putting that in perspective for me. I wonder what your supervisor would think of you telling someone to kill themselves on, on the telephone. That's kind of mean-spirited. Just, just kill yourself. Go and die. Jump in a lake or jump in a river or jump from a hundred floor building. Jumping in a lake isn't really going to do anything. I mean, I could, I was, I've got a knife here. I could slit my wrist. Should shoot yourself with a gun or or poison. Do whatever you want, but die. What about hanging myself while I'm like jerking off? Yes. Is that a good way to go out? Yeah. You can hang. Yeah, yes, you can hang up your hang up yourself in in on a like fan, or you can even uh, like if, if you want more uh, uh, more painful death, then just. Uh, 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 then, uh, you You're not really well versed in telling someone to kill themselves. So I want to go back to this hanging myself while jerking off. <laughs> should I jerk it to gay porn or should I jerk it to like uh, like a girl getting drilled, like a solo? <laughs> here, is a, here, is a, here is a solution. You can cut your testes, you can cut your dick and die. 
suck my dick and die. I'm not that flexible, man. I don't think you understand how much it... Cut my leg? Cut your dick. You motherfucker? Yeah, man. I didn't... <laughs> oh That's my god! That's two minutes and a person telling me to kill myself. Getting <laughs> descriptive. Um, um, wow! Did that telemarketer work for Pablo Escobar or something? I don't yeah, know. No shit. But I, I guess I really, I, I don't like. <laughs> they there must have been some change in in the general in the operating procedure for these folks. Yeah, because the past couple of ones have completely been. Almost, Very hostile. Yes, like almost like that Key and Peel sketch I'm, where he like he yeah. calls up and then he's like, I have a theory. Hangs up. What's yeah. your theory, Todd? There is a uh, board somewhere on you know wherever they go online, and it probably has a hey, uh, call this motherfucker right here, and like uh, <laughs> you know, I I I had another one. I got another one that with that somewhere in that same period of time. Yeah. Um, and I I have I haven't recorded, but like I'm just gonna tell you what the recording is. Answers the phone. The guy's like, hi, uh, this is whatever. How, how can I help you today? And I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm jerking off. What, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> and then he just hung up immediately. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, it was, that was, that was my favorite. Wow. Um, uh, I lost my shit at the blind one. You're blind? <laughs> how are you on the phone? You, you, you still have that clip, don't you? Uh <laughs> Well, I do not know what to say, but um, uh, you don't sound like there's anything wrong with you at all. <laughs> oh man, uh, that that lady was pretty great. I know. Well, we have your new um, your new nickname for the uh, for the intro. What a burden on this earth! A burden on this earth. <laughs> I I got some people came to my door this week. Saturday, Saturday, yeah, got invited out for breakfast, so I got up early and went to breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I went home and went back to bed because that's what you do when you go to breakfast yeah, at seven yeah. in the morning. Uh, I just happened to be awake. And so anyway, I get home and then these people come and knock on my door and they're like, hey, we're with AT&T. Do you want to upgrade your phone service? And, and I'm, I'm really asleep. So my, my brain's not engaging. Yeah, yeah, with them. Yeah. And at one point, the guy's like, do you have do you have TV or cable and stuff? And I go, no, I don't have TV. I'm blind. <laughs> 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 and the guy's like, oh, oh. oh. I probably have that on video because he was, he was oh, yeah, right, right. right outside right. my, my yeah. front window. The we question should, we is, should look for that later. Yeah, it's it's whenever the whenever the uh, religious solicitor at the university come up to me, I always tell them I'm Jewish, and they walk away. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> what are they gonna do? Yeah, I mean, they can't prove that you're not Jewish. I'm trying to think if I ever had it, like if I ever ran into a religious solicitor at university, but I don't think I did. We have the Mormons, and it's weird because the old people are generally nice about it, but the young people won't take no for an answer at all. That's 2019, man. <laughs> yeah, they're like trying to me to me with their religion, like get me in a corner and explain how Jesus was an American. Hey, can, uh, can Jesus do anything about this wheelchair for me like right now? <laughs> Could he do that right now? I mean, that would be great. Technically, he should have that power, right? Yeah. Why am I in this wheel? If if your Jesus is so great, could he like? Could he take care of this for me? Because this kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. Or, yeah. or at least give me something better, like Tourette's or something. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get out of the wheelchair? I'll take Tourette's. You you give me no wheelchair, and I, but I will accept Tourette's as, in the exchange. 
Can we do that? Uh, yeah, man. Fuck, fuck proselytizers. Anyway, uh, so we also last week, I, I forgot to post the voting for episode 112. So we've got voting from the last two episodes. Episode 112, the uh, biggest issue was influencers. Cool. Uh, by a lot. It was a it was a big big winner followed by uh, people uh, people putting stuff on your car and nostalgia pandering and then non powered tools not a very big nah, issue I, I, I didn't I think, think it would be I think Todd and I kind of proved that you were <laughs> completely wrong yep. on that one uh, then we had episode last week's episode um, the big winner was uh, journalism okay followed by pretty pretty timely there pretty timely yeah followed by yeah. toxic masculinity uh huh. And then uh, Fortune Tellers and Ghostbusters was dead last. And Ooh. speaking of Ghostbusters, uh, I got I got a text. I got some choice text message words from a former host of this show. Just suddenly Friday, Friday, 347 p.m. So fuck Tony. <laughs> <laughs> this is a text message I get. And I, I ask why. And then I think he responds. I think you know why. <laughs> 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 but I gotta disagree. I think Tony had a really good point in that Ghostbusters sucks because there's only the one good, only the one movie is good. Yeah, everything else. Is I tried watching the second one, but I fell asleep. So I guess that's that's something. Case in point, right there. I mean, I do love the first one, but I don't know if I would consider it a franchise. As as a standalone movie, the first one's really good. Like the only reason why two is there is because it was the eighties, and when movies had, were did as good a business as Ghostbusters, sequels they got sequels. You know, um, the Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind is it really is really it's not, really not that good. Yeah. And then the fifth, the fifth kind, the sixth uh, kind, yeah. like uh, they just they, went they introduced way, that little psychic girl, and <sighs> they went way out, off the rails. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, so, well, I think I think that's enough pre-show banter, don't you? Yes. Uh, who's going first, me or you? Someone. It's just one of us. Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, the quality spectrum of Uber slash Lyft drivers. Yeah, you got getting a lot of like Pakistanis. No, no. Um, not that that would be bad. Uh, so I, so you've taken a, a decent amount of. Ubers, right? Before, uh, yeah, I've taken Uber less than a dozen times. Less, yeah, but but more than like more know. than five. Yeah, yeah, more than five. Um, so I I have in the past couple of weeks I've taken a a, a good deal of a Ubers, good deal of yeah. like ten ten or so Ubers. Um, and my favorite ones are the ones where you can tell when your Uber like if you're looking if you're if you're looking out for a car. Uh huh. And it stops near you, and you can immediately tell that it's your Uber. Yeah, it's probably a good sign. Yeah, um, they'll probably step inside, and they'll probably have like I don't know, like hanging lights, and they'll have like free candy in a bowl. And they'll it'll say like, oh, here's here's uh here's some bottled water if you would like it. Um, here, yeah. please ask me if you need a charger. Here's the Wi-Fi password. Um, the Wi-Fi password. Also, so like it like I'll give you a back massage when we get what, there. What? If you what? Are you like super <laughs> super deluxe? No, nope, nope. But some some people like go out of their way to make like the whole experience a bit more pleasant than um, just like your buddy you giving you a lift. Front seat or the back seat. Back seat. Okay, that's weird. No, so it, so it, it, I guess it depends, right? So if if it's a if it's if it's if it's a small sedan, pr- 
front seat makes sense. Yeah. But some sometimes they pick you up in like a like a nice SUV. Yeah. Then you'll get in the back because then you, you feel like, like I, don't, oh, I always ride in the front seat really? unless I'm riding with a person. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't care. I, so I don't like sitting in the back seat. I had to sit in the back seat as a child. I'm not a child anymore. Put me in the front <laughs> seat, with the adult size seat with full restraints and airbags. Yeah. So so I get I, so I get picked up by Uber um, sometime couple sometime like two weeks ago. I get picked yeah. up by an Uber, and one I could not tell it was my Uber. I thought it was just it was just some car, car. passing by. Yeah. Have yeah. Car trouble. So so it wasn't that good looking of a car. It was a four door sedan. Mm-hmm. Um. I, he stops and waits and it's like, oh, your Uber's here. It's like, okay, I guess that's it. So I get in the back seat. It's a uh, kind of dirty. Mm-hmm. Like there's kind of there's like crumbs mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, and the guy is the guy is not not a talker, but in a bad way. Mm. You know what? Because 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 uh, it's it's all different people. So sometimes you get talkers, people that want to talk to you. Yeah. And then you get the people that are like that can gauge whether you want to talk or not. Yeah, and those people are good, right? They'll say, "Hey, how's your day going? Fine, okay." You you look at your phone the whole time. Not so bad, right? Yeah. Um. So this guy was not a talker in the sense of like this was he. It it felt like everything was a burden to him. Oh yeah. I feel like this guy must have had like a pretty like cushy job. And he was just doing this for fun. No, and then he got fired. He got let. Oh, he got okay. let go. Okay. Yeah, and couldn't board. couldn't get hired anywhere. And then someone was like, "Well, maybe you should try Uber, man." He's like, "I don't want to drive people around." Are you kidding me? He's like, "Well, it pays all right, and all, all you have a car." He's like, "I'll try it." And this is like his like third weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. So here here here's the kicker, right? So I get to my destination. What do you, what do you say? Thank you. Thank you. I said thank you. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. As I'm like exiting the car, mm-hmm. you know what? He, what do you? What do you? How do you respond to that? You too. You know what he said? What? I will. <laughs> <laughs> this it, it blew my mind that he would say I will. Yes, and not you too. Because yeah. he didn't. I he, mean, in he his, didn't, he didn't in say his defense. Yeah, in his defense, I say that. On accident, when I'm not paying attention to people, and YouTube, I'm just yeah. like, ah. Doesn't know when to use the YouTube phrase. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> no, we didn't. Which ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> is pretty funny that that got brought up. But um, <laughs> I was, I was, I was baffled, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm in your, your crappy, dirty car. Yeah, and. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but I assume it's all right. He's getting paid like 70% of whatever you're being charged. Yeah. So seven bucks, I guess, to, to drive someone 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 bucks. Um, I don't know. It was weird, man. He was, he gave me serial killer vibes. Yeah. I always get talked to in the car, but I think it's a, it's a symptom of the fact that I sit in the front seat. And if I sat in the back seat, but like I sit in the front seat and it's like, Oh, you're my buddy. But really it's just, I hate, I hate the back seat so much that I hate the back seat more than I, than I don't like talking to you. Cause it makes me feel like a fucking child. It makes you feel like a child. Yeah. It makes me feel like a child. It's a taxi. It's not a taxi though. It's a re- regular ass car. That's trying. That is serving. A taxi should be decorated with 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 kitschy bullshit on the front. Yeah, some of these have a plastic divider between the two of us, and I pass my money through a little tiny window, and you're always telling me the credit card machine is broken. 
This is a person's car. It also feels dehumanizing to sit in the back seat when there's no one in the front seat. You, if you and I are riding together, you're not getting in the back seat. <laughs> no, of course yeah, not. Yeah, because it would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Yeah, if like me and a coworker, even a coworker I didn't like, we're going to lunch, we're going to on a parts run. I'm not going to sit in the back seat yeah. unless there's three of us. But like that is even more intimate than this, like. Than not necessarily this relationship. Yeah, it is. No, not yeah. necessarily. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. There's a difference between like inviting someone into your car and them paying you to drive you somewhere. Okay, so you pick you. up a hitchhiker. Yeah. Where's the hitchhiker going to sit? Even that is a better relationship than the Uber driver relationship. <laughs> you don't think an Uber driver is a person and deserves like the respect of someone sitting next to them? <laughs> okay, there's okay, I don't know about you respect. Are, you are an anti-Uberite. <laughs> sure. Tim. Yeah, sure. Oh my god. Yeah. I thought you were I've the- gotten that way with Grubhub. Uh, with, with I don't Uber a lot, but Grubhub is just fucking terrible. Always. I went on Grubhub last night. I was trying to order pizza. Yeah. I go on Grubhub pizza and it's like Pepper's Grill. Uh, it's listing all these restaurants under the pizza category. Like uh, these restaurants may have a pizza yeah, on the yeah, menu. Yeah, but they're not pizza places. A, probably terrible. And B, yeah. they're not fucking pizza places. Yeah. Put the pizza places at the top of the list. Huh. Hideaway, Andalini's. It, it's like if a pizza joint calls itself a steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> we have a steak pizza. We have a steak. Ooh. Steak pizza oh, sounds, sounds pretty good. I had a steak pizza <laughs> once. It was all right. I made I made sure they didn't put any horseradish on there though. Some people like horseradish. Um, uh, not me. Especially on a pizza. Yeah, I like simple. I'm a simple man. I like simple toppings on my pizza: meat, cheese, meat sauce. Cheese. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You're done. You don't need to get fancy. I, I'll, I'll put fresh basil. Basil on the pizza is good. Well, it's a it's a pizza. What yeah. else are you gonna put on it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I the dirty the dirty Ubers don't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. Um, when I the last time I flew, I took an Uber at four in the morning. I got picked up by this lady in a pickup truck, and her pickup trip truck was a little dirty. Yeah, it's like I, it's four in the morning, so I'm not really gonna argue. Yeah. Um. So, and then the other thing is music choices. Don't play music in your Uber. That's the choice. That's so I had. Well, so I think all of the ones I've taken like this year all played music except. Well, let's say except for one, but one time he he sort of like re- like realized halfway through that the music wasn't on and turned it on. No, that's that's super annoying. Here's the other thing that I hate about Uber drivers. So mm-hmm. my dad and I went to Chicago yeah. to see Crash Test Dummies. Yeah, that's right. And on the way back from the concert, we start dissecting it. My dad, a professional musician, uh-huh. and me, professional sound engineer. Yeah. Dissecting the show. And the 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 guy's like the guy's like oh you know you you're being kind of harsh and uh, and I'm like well he's a musician and I'm a sound guy so it's not like we're being harsh we're not in our it's not like we're not in our uh, yeah in yeah, our yeah, field yeah yeah here. yeah we both do live concert shows and yeah. we can tell when someone's sucking at it yeah yeah and so we're we're he and my dad and I are discussing the finer points of why the guest musician sucked ass yeah yeah and the guy and that's driving the Uber is like giving us excuses for it and I. I just wanted to go like, bitch, were you there? Why don't you <laughs> shut the fuck up for 10 seconds? Yeah. Oh, I hate when they like, they want to, when you're having a conversation with somebody and they want to interject their opinion into it. It's like, yeah. dude, we're not hosting a podcast here. You're not a guest. You don't have anything to say. Uh-huh. We're having an AB conversation. So just drive us the fuck where we're going. Yeah. I remember taking an Uber back from a concert mm-hmm. and uh guy was like, Hey, so uh, what are you seeing? And I was like, Oh, it was a, uh, like a rock show. 
because yeah. sometimes you want to get in depth and other times you don't want to but he pestered me about it mm-hmm. it's like okay there's a band called clutch there was a band called seven dust and there's a some opener mm-hmm. and he's like oh what kind of music do they play he was really like and i was like ah. and then like so i so i sort of explained it to him I was like, oh, that's real cool. I don't really, really listen to any of that. Let me tell you about this uh, techno music I like. <laughs> Let me tell you about my uh, my idea for a startup of a taco company. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to become an Uber driver, and I'm just going to play Here's What I Don't Get in the car, and I'm never going to adjust the volume. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I didn't hear any talk radio. It was um, uh, it was either country. Old. Uh, luckily, it old was country, old country western. It was old country. Okay, that's a little better. Um, it was '90s pop. Oh, gross! Um, and then, but like, like at least fifty percent, which is it's a pretty good percentage, was either classical or jazz. That's that's I completely think, unoffensive music. Yeah. I, so that's what I was saying. Like those are the ones that like they want. They listen to something else. Yeah, but they're just putting on something so that it's not. Yes, uncomfortable it's quiet. background music. Yeah, exactly. it's music. <laughs> yeah, it's elevator. It's elevator. Hold elevator music. music yeah. Yeah. I, I'd be fine with that. If you're going to yeah. put on music, just put on something without lyrics so we can continue to have our conversation yep. and you can sit there. And it's not just like, you're not just hearing the, the hum of the mm-hmm. engine and the person just sitting there emanating the vibes of wanting to kill you and skin you. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure I, I narrowly avoided a, a yeah. serial killer. Uber's, Uber's weird in that it's like infinitely better than taxis, but also sucks in all of its own ways. Yes. Um, and then people decry it like fucking what's that Alexandria Osceo Cortez chick. Sure. She was like, Uber's killing the small taxi driver business in New York. And then her campaign Uh spent like $14,000 on Uber rides. Yeah. Like, um, you're kind of part of the problem then. But also like, that's the one city in America and Chicago. Those are the two. <laughs> oh, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Those are the two places. Those are the two, where... pl- two, those are the only two cities in, Am- in the United States of America where taxis work. Yeah. Everywhere. Like taxis here in, in Tulsa. You, I've seen, I see them. Uh, I saw them occasionally before we got Uber and Lyft. Uh, well, the thing is like, mostly you'd have to call for them directly. You have to call the for them directly. And it's a, be at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And like, there was like the brown ones, right? There's, there was, no, there were there were a bunch of different companies, yeah. but I had a friend who drove, and he 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 said he never did this, but I'm uh, you you pick up guys from the airport, right? And you start your waiting meter when you got to the airport, and so then someone just hops in your car, is like, "Hey, I need to go to this place," and the meter's already at like fourteen dollars. That sounds <laughs> like yeah. So, which is why when you fly into the Tulsa airport, you call your own taxi directly. So you've got that one. And then the other thing that they would do is they would be like, oh, are you are you from from here? Like, oh, uh-huh. no, I'm not. Uh, I'm staying at the Radisson Airport Hotel. And so they would take them. They would go out Highway 11, get on 244, oh, yeah. yep. Yep. go up to 244, and then take 51 back yep. down and loop back. So they end up making like a 14-mile journey yep. to a place that's literally right next yes. to the airport. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the, the person doesn't the know. The worst thing. The worst thing about taxis are those loud, like iPads in the back of the seats that have okay. Jimmy Fallon on at full yeah. volume. We don't have that here, but yeah, no. I, I've, I've, I know, I've heard what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I've, I've heard of. It's that. like those fucking gas pump ads. Yes, and there's no way to adjust them. You're just like, it's like, you're not gonna take the any cost off of the me dri- riding taking this ride. So why am I forced to listen to this garbage? 
You should just like fucking break those. <laughs> just carry a little ball peen hammer and just. Yeah. Yep. There, there needs to be like an eject button, like in James Bond, where you just fly out of the roof. No, no there should be an eject button for the iPad. It just fires it out. <laughs> or just a little hammer, like smash here, like to. <laughs> yeah, dangling off the of the off of the the thing. Ugh, that's so annoying. Yeah, and I've I've only been I think I've only ever been in one Uber where the guy had like water and all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah I was yeah. like, this is really this is awkward. It's nice, but it's, it's uh, the other. Here's another thing that pisses me off about Uber, and it's from the Uber driver perspective: is that Uber and Lyft have basically turned a five star rating system into a one star rating system. It's five. Or if you're anything above four, below four, it it's like if you're at four point seven eight, people are like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And so everybody's held hostage because they don't want to give someone a one star rating. Like you get this fucking serial killer driver yeah, that yeah, says, yeah. "I will." How many stars are you gonna give him? One. Yeah. How many stars did you actually give him? One. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people like they'll get they'll get weirdos like that, uh, and then they'll be like, "Well, I don't know. I guess I'll just give him a four because no, because I don't want to. I don't want to put him out of work. It's like, man, fuck that. And yeah. Uh, John, who loves flat women, says that's exactly how those surveys on company receipts are. Yeah, you you get those company. You don't want to get the the cashier fired because you know she only has to ask you that question or tell you about that survey because her boss, yeah, her obnoxious boss, told her to. The best is like when like someone's like, "Hey, um, here's here's like this car that has my name on it. You're gonna get a call in. You're gonna get a call tomorrow, and they're gonna ask you about my performance." And you know, I, I'd like you to be honest, and yeah. and then not getting that call, oh, so good. I uh, I I got, yeah. I hate I hate any kind of survey. Well, Tim, you have any other points that's about, about Uber it. and Lyft? That's a good issue. Thank you. I agree with it. Cripple Jesus, what is your issue this week? Here's what I don't get: mandatory meetings. Yep. So I I was scheduled the week before last week to come on the show. Yep. But I, at last minute I had a mandatory floor meeting. Like uh, for your dorm at, at, in college. Yeah. For my dorm. So basically for the people who don't know what a floor meeting is, it's, it's information in which you would already know through an email, but for some reason you have to <laughs> go down to the lobby and sit there and pretend like you care. It's it's so that the uh, what what are they called? RAs, RAs, Re- residential assistants, yeah, or advisors, yeah. advisors. Yeah, so those people can can walk out there and be like, yeah, uh, we're the hot shit of this building. You got to listen to us. The small modicum of power they have. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, though. I don't think they enjoy it either. It just feels kind of forced all around. Well, that's because somebody above them had a mandatory meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. Yep. A couple of months ago, we had a mandatory me- meeting at work, and this email gets sent out at like three forty-five on a Friday uh, to all staff. There's a mandatory staff meeting this this Wednesday at three p.m. Uh, everybody, everybody in the building needs to be there. Managers, please reschedule your staff so that everybody yeah, is yeah. here at three p.m. Yeah. on this day. Um, we're closing all front facing sections so like any customer interaction stuff is closing between this time and this time for this meeting um there's everybody needs to be there and so what is what is the first thing that pops into literally everybody in the building's head we're all getting fired we're all getting fired 
which uh, I, I I was lucky enough to have that meeting once. Yeah. And so that email goes out at 345 on a Friday. So they might as well have just said like, hey, fuck you. Fuck your weekend. <laughs> <laughs> have have fun this Saturday and Sunday. Oh, that's thinking, right. Because it was a Friday. Oh, thinking, man. oh, God, I'm going to get fired on Wednesday. <laughs> and then Wednesday rolls around. They're like, like oh, uh, we're changing the management of the building. Um, and we're going to have a new a new manager. Oh, oh, so like something you could have told me in an email. Yeah, that Friday that Friday email could should have said, "Hey everybody, we're having a meeting on Wednesday to talk about a management change. We're only changing one thing, not going to affect you, but uh, we want everybody to be there for the big announcement." Oh, or or that even, yeah. And then and then you know what the meeting is, and no one would fucking tell it. Here's the, here's what really pissed me off about this meeting <laughs> is that nobody would tell us what it was, even though everybody above me knew what knew, it was. Yeah. Because they've all been fucking talking about it. It's like, man, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> Do you the worst part of the the worst part of the meeting was they didn't have the information in the first place because someone above him fucked up and didn't send him the email. <laughs> oh. So it it turned into a social meeting in which we went around the room and everybody said their name. Uh, we ended up. How do we still uh, do this? Solving riddles in college. We no. We do this. Twenty minutes. We did this. Uh, well, we had a staff meeting. Uh, just a general, regular staff meeting a couple weeks ago, and it was like, all right, everybody, go around the room and tell us something good that's happened. That's like, <laughs> we could end this meeting ten minutes early if we just not do that. Yeah, yeah. And and here's the thing. I got to participate because they fucking fired the sound guy because in one of those meetings, they're like, hey, let's go around the, the table and everybody tell us about what show you're excited for that's coming. Yeah. And they he, got to the sound guy and he, he said, said no, I'm not excited for any yeah. of the shows coming. I'm not really <laughs> excited because he was curmudgeonly and grumpy like yeah. every sound guy on the face of the planet. And so they decided they didn't like him and they fired him. So I got to be like, here's the good thing. Ah, fuck, fuck you, everyone in this room. Man. So here's here. So when I was living on campus, yeah, every single time there was a mandatory floor meeting, it was always a Monday night. Yep, Monday night class. Who? Uh, we. I, to, I never. I never had to go to any of those. We used to have. We used to get called into bull sessions. Uh huh. Everybody referred to them as bullshit sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the director of the of the school would. You know, could come in and be like, "I've got all this stuff to talk to you about." And he'd have his iPad and he'd, he'd yeah. talk to you, and he'd uh, he'd be talking. He'd have his glasses on, and he'd have them down on his nose, and he'd look at whatever he was looking at, and they'd take them off, and he'd hold them in his hands, and he'd say whatever he's going to say. He'd put his glasses back on, and it was all stuff that could go into in a in an email and yeah, just yeah. save us all the time of having to be be at this. And so I started skipping that's them. The that's the thing, though, too, is that he's already looking at the email. Yeah. And it. Just take your notes and just send that. Just send that to me. <laughs> yeah. But but then th- this is this is the best. The, my favorite one. I didn't go to it, but um, I found out about it later. They had this big meeting and they're like, they're like, uh, we just wanted to talk to you about not spreading rumors. Uh, there's a lot of rumors going around about some things that are going on. And uh you know, it's really not good to engage in idle speculation. What's the first thing I think of when I hear this? What what fucking rumors are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out there's some rumors about a student and uh, somebody who donates a lot of money to the college and some maybe a little bit of uh, 
It's like, oh, well, now I'm very, very interested in this yeah. situation that you didn't want me to be interested yeah. in. Way to go. I want to just continue sitting around being ignorant of anything yeah, happening. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. All because of a mandatory meeting. Yeah. And then I started digging. I'm like, hey, 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 what do you know about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like Such I said, joke. like I said earlier, yeah, I, I had been, I have been in that meeting where that that was, hey, uh, you guys are all gonna not have a job in a month. Mm-hmm. That was a fun meeting. Everybody leaves that meeting with you know, feeling real good. Yeah, yeah. Good thing we had this meeting. Well, so I was working night shift at the time, mm-hmm. so good, good, you know, good time having that meeting at three in the morning. <laughs> well, and and you already kind of knew though. No, because this was before... Oh, this was before it went public. Yes, and also... So, yeah, the, the before they had announced uh, any of the clo- of the store closures, um, they told the employees first, of course. Yeah. Um, and that was like the year... or That was the year before they all went away. So it was like the first round of layoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. When they thought like, oh, maybe we can cut... Ten percent yeah. of the stores and and uh, figure it out, but no, because Bain Capital. Oh, that's right, because your store closed, and and then it was still a while, a little while before the other ones closed. Yep, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I feel like everybody should just be like, "This is a huge waste of time. Let's not do this." Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, they already have like a. Uh robot system that tells you the real important announcements anyway so yeah and and then they uh, yeah because it could it could just be sent as an email or a text message or the reason why they wanted like the the uh the argument that i always hear for why it should be a meeting is like well if people have questions you know maybe the question you're asking you could answer someone else has that same question and then um you know, then I don't have to respond to 50 emails. But here's what you do. You're just like, uh, we'll have, send me, if you have any questions, send me an email and we'll send out an FAQ yep. on yep. Wednesday. Yeah. And so then everybody asks their, you know, your Monday, Monday night, the email comes all day, Tuesday, people ask questions. Wednesday night, an FAQ email comes or it ans- answers all the questions that people have. Yep. And you can either choose it to read that or not. Yep. Plus no one is like, no one has to be like, well, I'll, I'll ask the question, you know? Yeah. All anonymous. Yeah, I just I don't. I I, I remember seeing like f- like floor meetings, but just but just from the people w- working mm-hmm. in the in the dorms. You know, I yeah. remember I remember seeing like them having their powwows, not in a room in the back, but you know, out in like out the main the, lobby. Yeah. Like you guys should probably do this somewhere else like in someone's room where it can be a little bit private <laughs> yeah that too yeah. yeah meetings are stupid just in general but anytime it's like you have to be you have this, to be there i it immediately triggers that part of me that just doesn't want to do what people tell me to yes do. yeah and i realize my my per, the part of me that does that is way bigger than other people uh it's yeah. also yeah. like it's also like too you have to plan your whole day around it it's like I guess I won't be able to do that term paper today or whatever because there's a meeting I have to go to for some reason. Uh, with the bull sessions, they're always at 530. 
Um, and it would be like, oh, well, you with this, you have to come to this. Like, I'm scheduled to be at work at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get done here at four thirty, and then I immediately get in my car and start driving to Oklahoma City. So, you, no. <laughs> That's what, and then, then then that became my default answer. Even after I stopped working that job, I'd just be like, oh, I've got a thing that I have to go to. Stupid. Uh, well, uh, do you have anything more on that issue? No, I just, it's really fresh in my mind because it happens like every two weeks. So. Yeah, because they got to they got a week. They got to remind you on a fortnightly basis that you are under their total control. Because fuck you. Uh, well, I mean, you're already paying out the ass. Might yeah. as well, like, yeah, yeah, waste a little bit more. Also, every be time. even more subservient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. <laughs> well, Tim, what news do you have for us this week? Um, we have some news from the other side of the globe. Yeah, this week. Uh, this comes from Russia. I read this one last week. Did you really? No. <laughs> oh, man. Not, not having nah. been on the show last week and also not listening to the nah, episode. <laughs> man, you really got uh, Oh, man. Um, I, I thought you might. I, see, see, I knew you hadn't in the back of my mind because you probably would have mentioned something about this new story to me. Um, but um, so we're talking about Russia. Um, so we're talking about a... Uh, uh, a Captain Ilyasov, um, who was court-martialed in October 2002. Yeah. Um, in Yekaterinburg. Um, anyway, so he was this, uh, he was this Russian captain in, <laughs> in, in, in their, uh, in their Navy. And the reason he was court-martialed was because of complaints, because what would happen would be, uh, he would regularly wake up his soldiers during the night for like inspections, you know, uh-huh. for you know, like random inspections. Mm-hmm. And if you found anything wrong, they would be beaten <laughs> with a rubber dildo. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what size? Um I'm not sure <laughs> what size? Yeah. Does it matter? I mean if it's like a little four inch or something, you know. <laughs> I don't think he's beating him with a four inch dildo. Yeah. My um, guess is like eighteen inches. Apparently there were blue ones, red ones, <laughs> purple, and green. Um, apparently th- this the was rainbow. Well, I'm so, surprised it's that diverse. I thought it would be like a communist line of dildos. Just, just red, probably. You, know, you so would, wait, you does he just walk red. around with them like, like gray when he's searching people? Like, does he have the dildo with him then? It's like tucked into a holster. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, one of the reasons, one of the ways this was brought up, because because someone wrote about it, um, but the way they wrote about it was in in the form of a poem. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's a Dr. Seuss like poem about this general that would beat soldiers with the dildo. <laughs> and I, I we can um. Tales so the so, so the reason I said that there was blue ones, red ones, purple and green because the the next it's line the rhymes doodads and zidzads everything in between. Like it's a Dr. Seuss poem. <laughs> this is general that beats people with dildos. Oh my god. Um uh one 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 key line from the poem being I do not deserve this dildonic abuse. <laughs> 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 
but yeah, so uh, someone someone unearthed this uh, this poem about this. Uh, the, apparently, you can read. You can go ahead and read online if you guys if you guys would like to read about Russian captains that beat soldiers with dildos. Yeah, that needs to be a movie. <laughs> that would be a like weird a like sequel. black comedy. Yeah, that would yeah. be a, a sequel to Unbroken. Or uh, a sequel to Hunt for Red October. Or Russian Mash. Russian Mash? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have another new story. This one comes Heart out of Dickin. <laughs> it comes out of the, Baltimore. The ISS is globally a job story. <laughs> this one comes out of Baltimore. Oh, I um, read that one last week, though. Yeah, did you? Yeah. <laughs> did you actually? Okay. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, but you will enjoy this one. Okay. Um, the Baltimore Transportation Department has said this Monday it would amend legislation that could expose people who ride a rental scooter uh-huh. too fast on city sidewalks to a month in jail and a $1,000 fine. Yeah! We did it, folks. We did it, folks. We made it legal. <laughs> We're, they're, they're starting. Man, I hope this is a trend that continues. Oh, yeah. So, um... We kind of, we alluded to it before, but last Friday, uh, me and Tab went out and we went to go see Brian Regan live. Yeah. Um, and uh, on our way, we, we so we walked over to the theater. It's like, what is it? It's a block. A block, right? Yeah. So we parked a block away and um, about halfway there, like you start seeing these lime scooters and the bird scooters. Yeah, all stacked around. All stacked around. And you saw one and your immediate response was to kick it over. Yeah. Um, two and of then them. I kicked two of them. Over. You kicked two of them over. And then we're crossing the road and you cross and I'm like, ah, that truck's coming, you know, cause I was, I was behind you. Yeah. And you, so you cross and then that, like there's a car coming. I'm like, ah, I'll wait. Right. So I sort of like join in with like the rest of the people coming in and there's a, you cross and then we start crossing and there's a guy there. He's like, Hey, are you with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, yeah. You didn't tell me about this. No, I had not told you about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah. And he says, he said, uh, did he just kick that scooter? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, he did. Um, and he says, what's his problem? Uh, and I said, he doesn't like him. <laughs> I just said, I just said, like, oh, yeah, he doesn't like him. Uh, yeah. He's like, that's a weird thing to be mad about. And then I kind of like, Got away from him and joined. Why back are you not mad about about it? You fucking beta <laughs> beta male yeah. cuck. Yeah, uh, that's pretty funny. But if we if we can get that uh, moved over here, oh yeah, uh, ASAP. Um, apparently, uh, they're they're also like just cracking down in general with uh, more citations for Good. people driving, you know, weirdly, poorly, zig zigzagging in and out of parked cars. Yep. Um. So yeah, uh, they're also considered regulating the uh, those like dock docked bikes, Doc bicycles, yeah, those things, and um, yeah, which I haven't. We don't have those here. Yeah, we do. Do we really? Yeah, they're we, called uh, this land. Huh, I've never seen them really. They're all downtown. Oh yeah, uh, they're on Brookside. They are down the river parks, and there are some on the south side, but not huh. many. Yeah. Have they been as much of a nuisance? No, because nobody uses them. They they have their, yeah. they have their docking station. They're just docked there all the time. I have never seen anyone because I, I assume people pe- those people can have like the 
the mental fortitude to just go back and dock it. Go back and dock it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had them, we had them in college. They, they installed them and they really weren't that bad aside for when people would park them awkward places. Like for the most part, people just park them at bike racks. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're, it's a college campus. Yeah. They're yeah, a bike, bike rack. There's everywhere. a bike rack in front of literally every building. Yeah. And sometimes it would get annoying. Cause it'd be like, there'd be three of those damn bikes at the bike rack. Uh-huh. And it's like me on my own personal bike yes. now has nowhere to lock this yeah. up. Uh, you know, but a lot of times what people do is they put them, you know, they, you'd have the bike rack maybe 10 feet long and then you'd have five more extra feet of space mm-hmm. and they would just lock, put the lock in the bike, but not actually attached to anything. Yeah. It would just be out in the open. And it's like, that's fine. I don't really, huh. it's in the vicinity of a bike rack, but it's not taking up bike rack space. I'm all, I'm totally okay with this. Um, yeah. So I, those don't bother me quite as much and they're, they're less likely to break down. And once they're out, they're out. If they're not constantly getting like reset and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have uh, one more last short news story. Um, it's about a new company called Space Roasters. Okay. They're planning to use the heat of reentry from space to roast coffee beans. That okay? I want these coffee. And then beans sell right and then now. sell those coffee beans for drinkable coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are they doing in space? So so they're they've they've made this quote unquote space roasting capsule. Um, in which the heat, the heat from re-entry into the atmosphere, uh, is distributed around these cylinders that have coffee beans in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're floating in microgravity, and the beans are like evenly heated uh, through the whole process. They go and they recover the capsule, um, and uh, they uh, you know pack those beans up. Uh, so they're just shooting like coffee cans in space. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which but is then there's cooler. <laughs> yeah. But then you have. Sp- Space beans, space, space beans, coffee, space yeah. coffee. Um, I've had space vodka. Now I need space coffee. There's, um, there's, there's like diagrams of how the capsules work. Um, okay, so they haven't actually done any of this yet. No, they have. Um, pre-orders are going up soon for right. the for the beans. Uh, it would be premium, I'm assuming. What? It's probably like sixty bucks for a pound. Um, they say. Uh, once you add in, um, <laughs> I, so I guess this, this, uh, Ars Technica did the, uh, uh, did the math. Yeah. They say for the sake of argument, let's assume the company can launch a 500 kilogram, kilogram capsule into a 180 kilometer sub orbital trajectory. Assuming all 300 kilograms of beans are roasted optimally. This comes to $20,000 per kilogram of roasted beans. Uh, there are between 10 and 15 grams of coffee beans in a cup of coffee. So even on the lower end, just for the rocket cost, that's $200 per cup of coffee. Adding in design and development costs of the capsule, which may or may not be reusable, marketing, retrieval, processing, markup, and other expenses, space coffee is likely to cost $500 a cup. All the cool shit's going to be wasted. But hopefully, like, this, this, like, makes other people that make coffee get into this or NASA, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we will, subsidize NASA with coffee. We'll eject a bunch oh of these pods God. as we, as we yes. bring the lander down. So yes. it's just like, like as it comes in and it, it's like the shuttle spins around, dumps a shitload of coffee. And then imagine a five year Martian blend. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lightly roasted five year Martian blend. Call it Tesla's pretty much bankrupt now, so I think NASA would have to fund it, right? Yeah, probably. With what little money they can scam. You know what? If we just reduce the cost of the fu- of the Department of Defense, 
Oh, oh, but but we need that for the 17 wars we're in right now. Or we could just stop fighting wars. That would be yeah, pretty helpful. Yeah. Well, uh, is that all the news this that's week? That's all the news this week. Well, that is the that that's it for us uh with for the this thing. This has been the Rakeda News Network, definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week. You know what doesn't take care of, Tim? Space coffee. Space coffee. And if you want to help us get some space coffee that you can't have any of. <laughs> space roast. You can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG. Todd said space roast. And I'll, the first thing I came to mind was space roast coast to coast. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Uh and over there on the Patreon, we have four tiers. And we have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. Uh, one of those is coming soon. Uh, then we have our two buck tier, where we release our random bonus content. We've got, uh, here's what, what is, what's wrong with space? Episode three, part one is out now. Part two will be coming out uh, before the end of this month. We have our five buck tier with our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get, where we, Drop the hate and talk about it's great. And then finally, we have our 10 buck tier where you submit movies, you vote on the movies, and we watch and record a feature length commentary. And uh, this month, the big winner, uh huh, John Carpenter's Escape from New York. Man, you people really love John they, Carpenter. They, they really, really do love the John Carpenter. I, and, you know, I'm not going to argue with you because Escape from New York is a pretty great, yeah, yeah. great film. So we're going to be recording a uh, commentary of that for February. Uh, but. It's going to be a little bit late. Yes, just a little bit. Their schedules are not really lining up this week. Yeah. Um, so we're going to we're gonna actually be recording that late. And to make up for that uh, lateness, the, what is it, tardiness of, mm-hmm. of that commentary, we're going to do us, we're going to do two commentaries for February. That's uh, right. We're going to double feature. Double feature. Or we'll, we, we, uh, let me look at the runner up. Pull up the voting again. Uh, may do the runner up or we might just like pick one of the other four. Or something, be, else, yeah. <laughs> or, or something else, yeah. Or something else. And that one will be only for the uh, $10 patrons. Have you guys ever done Top Gun? Uh, we have not done Top Gun. I, it's one of my guilty pleasure movies. I know everybody shits on it. but Yeah, so uh, second place is Starship Troopers, followed by John Wick, mm-hmm. then Breakdown and... Street Fighter 2 are tied for last. Ooh. So, uh, I mean, if you really want to see that Chun-Li shower scene, we can watch it. But Oh, so uh, <laughs> we were talking about that uh, last week. Oh, and, yeah? and I I thought that, anyway, Tony told a story. You'll have to listen to the episode. All right. um, I won't do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we might end up doing Starship Troopers because that's what we were leaning towards yeah, yeah, as, a, yeah. as a second. So probably going to be two commentaries next month. Um and and as a as an apology for being a little bit uh, late on this first one, so uh, anyway, let's get back in. Let's get to a real issue, shall we? Here's what I don't get. Well, this was actually Cripple Jesus. This was this was going to be your uh, original issue when you were going to come in, and you got interrupted by that meeting, which is why I decided to bring it in. But environmentalism. I'm so sick of it. It's a big one. Tim, you know me. I want to destroy the earth. You want to destroy the earth. So that we can go into space. Yes. Um, but I'm just so sick of the... It's, it's ruining I'd everything. I'd rather have both. It's ruining everything. We've got paper straws everywhere. You can't fucking get like a styrofoam cup. 
people are are complaining about like oh you got to cut up these six pack plastic rings it's like that's been why like, do we even use those we then kids, put them in we cardboard were... i know why don't we why are they still around i don't know if it's such a big problem yeah. why are they still around like agreed uh i'm just so sick of the environmentalism oh we need to uh put up windmills you need to replace your light bulbs with these light bulbs that suck <laughs> uh so that we can save the earth like fuck fuck off i don't want to save the earth the, the earth Here's the here's the thing about the earth is that um regardless of however much time we spend saving it, it's gonna be destroyed at some point anyway. Now yeah. we can be part of that destruction or we can get off this planet. So instead of wasting a bunch of time putting up fucking windmills that don't generate as much electricity, you can't get the fucking electricity anywhere because it's goddamn DC current and it <laughs> drops off over over distance. Like Thanks thanks, Tesla. Well no, it's just the it's Wind power is a DC because it spins in one direction. There's no alternation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the generator just creates DC current and sends it down the line. Uh, uh, I'm just so sick of all the environment. Oh, we got to re- recycle your plastic bottles. Don't use single-use plastic bottles. We're not going to allow this, these kinds of things. It's like, man, fuck off. I've got a steel water bottle. I like it a lot. But you know what? Sometimes I accidentally leave it home or leave it at work, and I need a water. So I'm going to do I'm going to get a goddamn bottle of water like a fucking adult. Yeah. Deal with it. We keep like banning plastic bags. They want us to start using these reusable plastic bags. It's like, or re, they're not plastic. They're like tart material. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. guys, plastic bags are reusable. They're, yeah. re, they're reusable. I had a bathroom trash can that was specifically designed. It had these little uh, handles on each side. Mm-hmm. So you'd put, it was the size and yeah, shape yeah, 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 yeah. with the handles. You'd put just a regular, like the, plastic bags you got from the store who and doesn't reuse plastic bags? i know like i use them to take my lunch i i throw them in my luggage when i travel and yep. throw dirty clothes in yep, them that's, like yep. i use them all the time i'm not just like oh i got bananas in this one bag let me throw it away and i'm also pretty good about when i like last night i went to uh walmart i needed two things and one of the things that i got was a little basket like a little cloth basket for my yeah. shelves to store miscellaneous yeah, stuff yeah, in. yeah 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 so instead of getting a bag, because I only had a few things, I just put them all in that basket and carried that out. But then when I do that, I get fucking harassed by the guy at the front door. He's like, hey, uh, I'm going to see a receipt for that. It's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> if I had this in a bag, you wouldn't have a fucking problem. But- I'm not running out the door. Yeah. If I was stealing something, you'd know. That alarm would go off. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I hate environmentalists. What gets me why I wanted to bring it in originally is that there's so many other problems in humanity that's way more severe. Yeah, I mean, like, make like world hunger and cancers and there's all kinds of diseases and people can't get access to clean water. My other big problem is that, like, make a better thing. Don't don't force us to use these crappy plastic reusable bags. Make something better. Come up with a better, a bigger solution. Like Lego is like, we're creating environmentally friendly plastic bricks to reduce on plastic waste. Like, well, aside from the time that your shipping container fucking tipped over your shipping, your boat shipping Lego from one side of the globe to the other tipped over and dumped a shitload of Lego in the ocean. (laughs) Lego isn't really being left in landfills because it's fucking Lego. You giant morons. Yeah. <laughs> they they started they started this with their brown bricks. There's a so they have these brown bricks, right? And the brown bricks have been breaking for a long time. Why? 
because they fucking started getting chintzy on the ABS uh, and started trying to make them more uh-huh. environmentally friendly. And they finally they finally solved that problem. And they're like, if you have broken brown bricks, you can get the replacements of the new version. It's like, man, you guys should have just don't don't mess with the thing. Like we we they're they're like, oh, you should put solar panels on your house. It's like, okay, we'll make them cheaper. Make them cheaper. Make them more efficient. Don't don't make me do a thing. Make the use the free market. I started buying LED light bulbs, not because I want to save the earth. But because LED light bulbs, I can run an LED light bulb for $2 a year. Also, a bunch of added, like... Uh, brightness? Yes. Uh, the I have smart ones, so I can dim them and color yes. change them. It's like... All that stuff. There's a benefit to yeah. the LED versus the non-LED. Yeah. Make the benefits I outweigh they, the negatives. I think they price those things up on purpose because environmentalism is a largely a rich people issue. Yeah, the green tax, like the Prius. When oh, the Prius yeah. first came out, it immediately became a status symbol and shot to like $49,000 for the base model. Um, And you, yeah, I, you're exactly right. It becomes a status issue and it, it's a, they call it the green tax the same way like there's a pink tax for women's products that men don't have oh, to buy. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then finally like the market evens out and it, it's able to spread to more people. I was a pretty early adopter of LED. Like everybody's got it now, but I bought LED five years ago. Yeah. Um, and like I, I tried to get deals and now even the led stuff that I have from five years ago is like out of, it's out of date. There are more efficient things now. Mm-hmm. And, but, but even then, like, that's a luxury for you. Yeah. Not co- for, not for you, but for others, for others, that's a luxury. The cost savings, like, so you can, the cost savings you can, you can now you can pay for an led light bulb with the savings from traditional incandescent in about a year. And the fact that a bulb will last for nine years, you know, as opposed to, as opposed to, I mean, an incandescent will last you anywhere from like six months to a year. Yeah. Maybe if it, you know, if it's like not on all the time and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, I just, but then, but then there's stuff, there's stuff like, um, there's a push to replace traditional, so in, in lighting design, there's this push to switch to all LED, right? Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, there's benefits and there's, there's drawbacks. Yeah. So one of the things is that they want, like they make these LED fixtures that are color changing and they're very, very cool. But uh, there's this debate in the industry about, so we still have, uh, not, not here, but in, you know, in New York, New York Ballet remount shows that still use Thomas Skelton's designs from the 20s and 30s okay. and 40s. Yeah. And so... The thing about them is that, like, you can rehang that and throw throw a, a twenty six degree ellipsoidal reflector spot mm-hmm. and put a cut of leave one twenty in it, and it's it looks exactly the way it did in nineteen fifty or whenever he designed uh-huh. this show. I don't remember exactly when. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, now you replace that with an LED unit, and you can go in color mode and say, "I want this to be leave one twenty. Well, that looks different. The brightness is different because you you go from using subtractive lighting okay, to yeah, additive yeah, yeah, lighting, yeah. and now it's like, well, is this even the same design anymore? Yeah, or yeah. is it something different? And does it look the way it's supposed to? And then if you bring in a guy to look at it one way and make it look the mm-hmm. with the other, is it even you know? It's like it's the sh- it's a ship of Theseus argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the problem of 
there's some stuff that these LED fixtures just won't do. Like you put a gobo in them and you fr- and you you can't really so you can put a gobo in a light and you can focus it just past the point of sharpness and and get a, a, a soft texture but okay. with the LED because it's a single source of light. But with an LED, it's it's multiple it's sources yeah, of light. Yeah. So as you fuzz out, you start to see oh yeah a, a the, little the circle up. of green, yeah, a right. little circle that's of right. red, or just a bunch of I've definitely it, seen that it doesn't before. look the, it doesn't yeah. look the same. And so it's like yeah, the environmentalism is great and everything, but we still need shit to do the things that it's always done. Yes, because that's the way the world is built. <laughs> and then the, the other thing is like to me is like. Some of the stuff, I it's just like, what do you do with dead batteries? Yeah, throw them in the trash. Except like, You're supposed to dispose of them properly. Yeah, like so, like I'm talking like like, yeah, like environmentalism wise. Like, yeah, but who has? Yeah, who has? Who knows how to do that? Yeah, correctly. And then you have to like spend time to like look up how to do it. Do you need a special container? Container? Do yeah. you need all the you know all this? Or like, what do you do with um? Uh, printer cartridges. Yeah, you're those you're supposed to, to those, those you're supposed to dispose of some special way. Like you have to like, go to like Best Buy and like, hey, here's my old printer cartridges. Yeah. Put them in your printer cartridge trash can. Um, and then like lithium ion batteries, you definitely don't throw those in the trash because that you, thing gets pierced. You throw in those a, in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> that thing gets pierced in a in a garbage truck. Fire. Yeah. Someone. Someone tried to convince me that uh, a a guy driving a uh, someone threw one of those scooters into a into a dumpster uh-huh. and it got crushed in the compactor and burst into flames that killed the driver of the of a, the trash truck and I was like, good. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe that'll make the no that'll make them be like oh maybe we shouldn't have these scooters out on the street where someone can yeah. some psychopath yeah. can throw them in a dumpster. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's all the like you're not even supposed to. Dispose of paint. Yeah. In right. I just ways. like, I mean, um, well, so we had like 12 cans of old paint. Yeah. They were just taking up room and we we're like, we need to do something about this. So we did the thing you're supposed to do, I guess, which is just leave them out in the sun and let them harden and let them harden up. Uh, but that took weeks. It took forever. And then you, then, then guess what happens? It's Oklahoma. It rains. Oof. Middle middle of the day, just randomly. Well, great. Yeah. Hope you like that color. <laughs> um, and so another big problem with the environmentalism that bothers me is that it's it's like an it's an all or nothing. It's like oh we'll switch to wind yeah, power and yeah. that'll be fine. And um, the T Boone Pickens, who's like a big donator mm-hmm. to the colleges around here, uh-huh. he he has a a plan for energy independence. And like, it's, it's really logical. He wants to switch over, uh, tractor trailers to natural gas. Okay. And expand the natural gas, how much, where you can get natural gas for a car. Um, and in doing that, that frees up a bunch of diesel Uh and gasoline for regular cars. Yeah. And then, you know, it's all about like limiting, reducing the amount of something by switching to something else instead of just being like, Oh, we're all going to drive Tesla's now because, that's the cool thing. And it makes way more sense, but no one will fund his plan because huh. he, he doesn't pick a favorite. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So he wants, he wants all the different solutions to work together as opposed to just being like, Oh no, we're, we're the wind 
we're now the wind area or whatever. We do all our power via wind. It's like, man, yeah, I, that's driving through uh, Colorado and like the, the drive from here to like Colorado, man, just the amount of wind farms. Yeah. is crazy. It, yeah, it, it is. Like you drive through the panhandle of, uh, of Texas and it's just like all these, these crazy windmills all over everywhere. But the problem is the closest town is Amarillo and they're like, 50 to 100 miles outside of Amarillo yep. there's you can't transport DC energy that far and yeah. still get anything you can use uh, it, they had, uh, have an inverters and it just kicks it right back to the grid yeah well normally it, it, it inverts it and inverting it you, lose, you power, lose power and then it goes into the grid where it can travel yep and then it gets to your house where it gets inverted again and you lose power More power yeah um yeah, so it's his plan is about switching a, a bunch of stuff over to natural gas and get his his the Pickens plan is more about uh reducing our our dependence on foreign oil, but if you just apply it to like environmentalism as a whole, yeah, 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 uh, it's the same thing with like um the giant cargo freighters mm-hmm. that that you know that haul stuff across yeah, the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Those things all use diesel, and if you if you switch them over to nuclear, if you put a nuclear reactor in them yeah. instead of a, a diesel reactor, one, you don't have to refuel them all the time. Mm-hmm. And two, it ends up like taking out as much CO2 as like 20,000 cars per one. So if you just, if you just switch like five of those over to nuclear, you've, you've wow. saved a hundred thousand cars worth of, that's pretty good of gasoline, yeah. of gasoline and CO2 emissions, but no one's willing to, to, uh, switch over to nuclear power because we, we're they're shutting we're down so plants. afraid yeah they're shutting they're, down plants it's be, like I, it was I, right after fukushima they were like no we're not going to do this anymore i have a friend that worked that works at a one of the last big nuclear plants. nuclear plants here in the states there's one out there's one in, there's 104 there were 104 nuclear reactors in the united states yeah there's now, a lot less now yeah i think we're down to like 60, 60 something yeah. yeah um there's one in arkansas but the thing is that Nuclear is only dangerous if when something goes horribly wrong. Yes. Like a like, tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, something goes horribly wrong that can also happen anywhere else. Yeah. It, like we've had. We hey, had, this oil refinery caught on fire. Yeah. Refi- refinery Well, I guess fires, we can't use oil anymore. Exploded. I yeah. mean, but the, those refinery fires happen and it's like, oh, you know, we've got a bajillion dollars. And they're crazy. Those, those videos of those refinery yeah. fires are insane. Um, the, and the other, the other issue with nuclear power is that there are new designs for nuclear reactors. Mm -hmm. Like all of the stuff, all the nuclear reactors we have were built in the seventies. Yes. So the, my, my uncle worked on a lot of those. Yeah. (laughs) So now, now it's been 40 years, 50 years. Like we have better ideas of how to put this together, like a pebble bed reactor where you, instead of, so like right now your reactor uses a big piece of uranium or whatever. That that's radiates radiates yeah, heat. Yeah. Well, instead of doing that, because then if that gets out, that's dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. They do. They take a little piece, like uh-huh. the size of a nickel, and they encase it in a ceramic coating. Yep. So it ends up making about the size of a quarter. And what the ceramic coating does is it it doesn't expose the it, the heat passes through, but the none of the like, radiation. Well, the, the radiation yeah. does does spill through, but so you, when you're moving out this pebble bed and someone spills it and one little piece drops on the ground oh, and they breaks just pick open. It up. They just pick it up. <laughs> you're exposed to a nickel's worth of, of instead of a giant rod. Instead of a worth. giant fucking rod. Yeah. 
Yeah. That sounds like, real smart. Yeah. These things exist. Like these solutions are out there. There are scientists that know it. And not to mention the fact that radiation isn't even that dangerous. Yeah, like we're, there's, we're, there's the myth we're being about, radiated right now. Yeah, there's the myth about uh, the five guys who stayed to open up the control valves in Chernobyl and how they died almost uh-huh. instantly. Nope. Four of them are still alive, and one <laughs> of them got, like, hit by a truck. Yeah. That radiation really got to him, hitting him yeah. by a truck. Like, I mean, it takes it, so much radiation to actually cause damage to you yes. that, like, the amount of, of, an, of a reactor melting down is really not that big of a deal. Yes. There's a good um, short documentary from cloth map on YouTube about um, Chernobyl and how it uh, influenced uh, video games. Yeah. Um, And, but he goes, he goes there and um, there's like a lot of wild dogs that live there. Yeah. And you're not supposed to pet them. Yeah. Um, There's a ton of wildlife in that, in that area. Yeah. And not like mutants. Horses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, No, they're not. It's because (laughs) it's this big, the exclusion zone is this big area. It's a forest now. Of, no human interaction, yes. so shit thrives. It's a it's a giant forest now. Didn't they put a giant dome over the place though, or isn't that a plan? I th- mm. is it a plan? Is it still a plan, or did it actually happen? I don't think it happened because I I don't recall the dome in this. I know they they've been working on um changing the buildings. Um, maybe that might be what you're thinking of. Um, they've been changing the buildings into domes, I believe. Just just. I can't. It's been a while since I watched it, but he yeah. explains how they're trying to change. They've been changing the buildings over into something else where like less radiation will leak out. Leak out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Environmentalists are stupid, though. That's that's I. Don't, <laughs> I don't understand it. Like, you really think that you? Here's the other problem with environmentalism. So we, the United States, in a first first world, high, as highly advanced as that as it comes, we decide. All right. We're not going to allow CO2 emissions. We're going to stop creating things. Yep. Okay. We are going to make a difference. Yes. Well, China says, fuck you. Uh We're a developing country. We're going to just crank out all the CO2 we can. And so is India and Ethiopia. Like, we can't dictate to other countries. Like, oh, no, 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 no. I know know we did it uh, 200 years ago. We had our industrial revolution, but it was bad. So you guys are going to have to not. Have that, yeah, because uh, we don't want you. to. We already did it. You guys don't have to do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll continue to subsidize your mm-hmm. shit shit ball AIDS aid based economy economy, um, and so you guys can never actually grow or develop and and, and do anything. <laughs> even even the American politicians that push these laws, right? They hardly use the alternatives that they're telling people to use. Yeah, like Al Gore. Yep, he's up there. Uh, the earth has a favor. Now, as you can see on this graph, it's kind of the temperature is like a hockey stick. Now, over here, it is very, very low. But over here, it is very, very high. And if we expect it to keep on growing, we're going to have lots of problems. And the oceans will rise and polar bears will not have anywhere to live. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get on my private jet and fly out all over the country wasting all kinds of fuel because I'm a fancy rich person. To one of the four to one of the four mansions that he owns where <laughs> the electricity is on twenty four seven. We leave all the light bulbs on in every single one of my mansions so I don't get lost in the dark. In case I forget the floor plan while I'm busy. Yeah. 
Well, that's a good issue, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Cuckold Jesus says, okay, oh, here we go with Tab. Climate change denial again. His brain is rotted by Boomer TV. <laughs> I'm not denying climate change. I'm just questioning whether or not it's actually a problem. Because I don't think it is. Yeah. Like, sure, the climate's going to change. It's changed 100 million times. It's pretty arrogant of human beings to think that we have such a big influence on the earth. The earth is going to continue, uh, yeah. continue on being here. Yeah. The earth's been around. Uh, Pimp has been around Pimp since the earth's been, tur- been turning, and it's going to keep, keep on, on turning right along with it until the earth topples off its axis and explodes. I mean, there's it's a, a lot, lot of, of, a lot of fear-mongering going on with that, too. I'm not worried. I mean, I'll be dead long before any of this shit happens. Uh, I mean, so. I think it's the I think it's the leftist version of oh, they're gonna take my guns at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's, you pretty really, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this has been here's what I'll get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. I'm Crippled Jesus. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. If you want to call into the Here's Don't Get hotline and tell me what kind of boomer I am, you can call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Uh, we've only got a few voicemails this week. We had a bunch of voicemails last week, Tim. You oh, missed yeah? them. Yeah. I'm not, not going to play them again either. Yeah, uh, don't worry. Hey, this is Toto Jack from the Discord again. And here's what I don't get. Signing up for classes before you started, you know, getting red or blue filled out. I can't remember which one, but you know, where, where all your things that you thought you knew start breaking down around you. So before I signed up for psychology, because I thought that it was going to be this class where I got to learn about how people think and about how people can <laughs> be manipulated through certain things. Uh, I assume this is like a college psychology yes. class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not about that at all. I, I had a college psychology I took psychology 101. Yeah. It was required in, in my university. Yeah. And uh, it was taught by a crazy person. Mm, my, I took mine online, so I never talked to anybody. <laughs> that was a really big fucking lie. Um, so right now we're in sociology, which is in the second semester. And we started going over culture. And that, oh, yeah, here's these uh, different gender roles. And then she's like, but we need to start breaking these down. Oh. These are what is holding back to be, uh the society in America is all these stupid fucking gender roles. And then, so yeah, so that made me pretty angry. And then there was this, uh, you know, this little bitch in front of me. Now, she's one of those ones that has this annoying laugh also that you just sort of like kill yourself every time you hear it. But, <laughs> yeah. And then she raised her hand and she was like, yeah, uh, in my household, I'm not proud to take out the trash because of uh, of these gender roles that are oppressing women all over the world. And, uh, and I about wanted to just grab my pencil and be going to stab her in the back of the fucking neck. No, oh, my God. Trash. Mm. Yeah, I guarantee There's you. There's nothing that makes me more angry that's than not stupid true. psychology bitches. Yeah, that's definitely You're not true. allowed. Right. I, okay, we'll okay. I am not a parent. I don't imagine myself being a parent anytime soon. I don't imagine myself being a parent uh, with a child old enough to take out the trash anytime soon. But I assume as a parent, when your child gets old enough to take out the trash, 
you let them. Mm-hmm. You make them. Or that that too. Yeah. You make them so you don't have to. I don't even want to take out my own trash. No, no one wants to take out the trash. And so once you have like a little slave that does it for you, wouldn't you not be like ex like just just over the moon that you don't have to do it anymore? <laughs> this is like this is like the only reason I can think of that someone wouldn't be able to that someone would be banned from taking out the trash is, is if, if you had ALS. No, is if some for some reason you mess it up every time. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs just like, like, like if, as, if, as if somehow you like you like be bad you, at it. You cut you, somehow you cut open the bag every single time on the uh, way. Like like somehow you like somehow in your mind the last step before you open the door and take the trash out is to to like cut it open with a knife. It's like then drag it around and just slam it into the wall. Yes. Like, that's the only way I can think of if 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 you're not allowed to take the trash out. Yeah, you fall and just sling it everywhere. <laughs> Uh, I <laughs> Michael Green Energy fan says Michael J. Fox shaking around, flinging trash everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the only way that you're yeah. not allowed to take out the trash. Not this allowed. is like you know when we were kids and you had a crappy TV and you didn't have the remote for it, and like one of the kids was always like, uh-huh. hey, "Change the channel, yeah, switch the channel, whatever." Like, but not not you. You're a girl. <laughs> only the boys can change the channel. Oh, <laughs> so man. that's so stupid. Yeah. I took a sociology class in high school, and it was Me one too. of was it, was yeah. it a was yeah I assume same, same guy. guy yeah um I learned the most I've ever learned in a class in high school in that class, and it was all about the different kinds of birth control. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's where that's I learned the only that, takeaway that I had. From but that I class. I remember nothing about that class other than like stuff com- very not related to it. So you learned about like the rabbit skin and bale noir? Yeah. Uh, he did like a whole lecture. He's like, it was like over two class periods. Oh, so really? Like, yeah. Here's, here's all the different stuff and how it works. Huh. And I was like, this, this is actually what students should learn. Yes. I also realized why we're not taught finances in high school. Why not? Because if we were taught high, fi- uh, finances in high school, then we wouldn't go to, we college. Wouldn't go to college and yeah. sign up for student loans. Yep. It's all a scam, man. It's all a scam. Hey guys, it's John. Uh, here's what I don't get. Women describing themselves, uh, mostly with like dating profiles and such, you know. But uh, I guess I don't. I don't talk to much women, so I don't really hear what they have to say. But uh, tell me if you heard this one before. I like to go on adventure. Yeah. I like to go hiking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into mudding and sports oh, and two-stepping. all that shit. That's um, naughty. What else? Uh, no hookups. Even yeah. though that's basically what they do. Um, uh, yeah. Why else are you on the hookup app? Um, yeah. Please, no fuck boys, <laughs> or just swipe left. It's really much. It's really a lot of. This is the desirable thing that I want from you, but please, please don't make it obvious that I want it. Sort of thing, um, and basically a bunch of fake shit putting their. Um, boobs in their profile pictures saying they only want men of certain height, even though that really doesn't affect any kind of relationship. Uh, Basically ruining. uh, (coughs) Oh, never mind. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I I love, I love the one where it's like um, five, nine, not going to not wear heels. So, like, does that mean you don't want a guy who's under six feet? It's just I yeah. left a I left a voicemail to the dick show 
And my rage was how every woman's Tinder bio says that they love dark comedy. <laughs> uh if you if you have a dog, I definitely swipe right. If uh yeah. just like God. I'm so bad at these bios. If I put down stuff, then we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Like, okay. All right. You're not I'm just here. I'm just here for friends. I'm just here for friends. We're a couple looking to get you into Jesus. Jeez. And by Jesus, <laughs> we mean my wife's pants as I watch. No, there was one. There was one I saw, and it was like, we're a couple looking for fun, guys or girls, but if you're a guy, you're not going to touch the chick. And it's like, <laughs> then why am I there? <laughs> I'm not fucking touching the dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, watch you guys, like, hey. I guess. I mean. Hey, man. Why don't you sit in the corner right there? And, uh, <laughs> we want to. We want to. Here's a pillow. <laughs> we want to do the cuckold thing, but I don't want to be the cuck. So you're going to be the cuck. Like, <laughs> no, no, thanks, man. You know what I would do with a million bucks? Two chicks at the same time, man. Yep. I just watched that movie last night. It's such a great movie. What's up, nerds? Stay home from the animal shelter. And here's what I don't get. Um, <laughs> what was that voice wow. at the beginning? Voice <laughs> Here's what I don't get. Why? Because, you know, I'm a big boy and I like to work out a little. I like to use swim for school. Well, that and I have to because I can't, because I'm two credits behind if I don't do swim. Uh, either way, just why the fuck does swim practice have to begin in January? Why can't it be one of those, like, coming That's back right. to school? That's right. I remember being mm-hmm. in gym class. Because, yeah. you know, swimming here, started in Central January. Valley doesn't huh. cool off until. Middle of December, where it barely gets to forty degrees. Yeah, why isn't so like the last thing have you, that is you one of the go fall into. sports and have it have a swim in at the lowest temperature, sixty degrees? But no, we have to freeze our asses off at forty degrees outside. Uh, I don't have anything else to add. Uh, later. I don't understand swimming as a sport anyway. It's like just why. I don't know. Do we have any other sports that is just like survival? <laughs> no, no. Well, there's what's the one? There's there's one Olymp- fish. Is there competitive fishing? Yeah, there's there's a oh, yeah. there's an an Olympic sport where you like ski and you have a gun. Oh yeah, the biathlon. No, yeah, it's like gun skiing. It's not a biathlon. There's a no. You ski down. You have a gun. You have a gun on That's your shoulder. You shoot a bunch of targets and you go ski some more. Okay, is that, I believe it's the biathlon. I don't, I don't feel like it's called something else. I, I watch. That's the. That's like the only thing I watch other than like uh, snowboarding during the uh, Winter Olympics. Well, you're a communist. You know. You know what part of the Olympics you should be watching? None. What oh, is biathlon? Yeah. All right. Well, I was wrong, but I was wrong. The guns are kind of like the guns are weird that. guns. Well, they're they're target shooting guns, so they're they're very goofy. Yeah, they're goofy, but they kind of look cool. And they're really lightweight. They've, yeah, they, like but they, but they kind of look cool and futuristic. Oh, man, I was watching the Orville this week, and they used that gun. I don't know what it's called, but it's the same gun that Bruce Willis uses at the end of um, Looper. You know, it's like you're you're choked way up on it, and the the magazine is a big flat magazine that snaps in on the top, and it's like all stock. Uh, it's a P90. P90, yeah. I believe it. I think it's a P90. It's like this is an alien planet with a wholly developed country, and you're going to yeah, use okay. a fucking gun we all recognize. Just like church it up, man. Make make I, it look different. I think you're thinking, I think it, that's a P90. I'm not sure. 
Let me look up, pull up a picture. Big old stock, rounded bottom. Yeah, it's got it's got like a. It's got it has a unique look. Yes, P ninety is very unique. Yeah, it's P ninety. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does. It looks like they used it in a looper because it looks futuristic. It looks futuristic. It looks yeah. It looks futuristic. But like, dude, Jesus, (laughs) get someone to make make a cool looking make a cool looking gun. All you gotta do is just uh, like get some crap and put other crap put other crap on there. Yeah. Stupid. 80s action movies, they used to have AK 47, especially if you had like a Russian villain. Yes. Yeah. That's the default. That's yeah. the like that's, that's the, the bad guy going gun. for. Yeah. That's the bad and guy. Now the P90 is the future gun. <laughs> it's the future, so that's the gun we're gonna use. I feel like that gun would be, I don't know, like not very accurate. I don't know what the barrel length is. It's a short like barrel. Where the action is. It's so, a short barrel, yeah. yeah. It's a close quarters uh SMG. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that that's all we got. Do you want to talk about the show we went to? Yeah, sure. Here at the end. Yeah, so yeah. Tim and I went and saw Brian Regan. Uh, after I bought ticket, well, I had tickets in my cart months ago. <laughs> the first one on sale, front row. Yeah. Uh, slightly house left. Tickets for everybody, and everybody canceled on me. No, everyone didn't cancel. <laughs> everybody was like, you, I you don't know. It doesn't sound like that's that good. It's like, do you it, remember the last time I was? I was low on cash. I you know yeah but you had like four months to pay it back if True. I even made you pay me back yeah so anyway uh, everybody canceled on me and then I got tickets for Christmas so yeah. I asked everybody and everybody was busy <laughs> except for Tim so I was your last choice yeah uh, actually you were my no there was another choice after you yeah um but yeah so I asked around everybody was working and then and then I was like oh shit Tim's gonna cancel now too with all the, with all the stuff you had going yeah, on yeah. But uh, we ended up going to the show, and it was great. Is the you know he's the funniest comedian ever. Yeah. <laughs> but we sat behind a guy who had to have weighed like three hundred fifty pounds. Was, oh man, you know what it was? <laughs> he came in kind not late to the show, but like you know close to the beginning of the show. Yeah. Where there was people, and he was sort of in the we were in the middle. Yeah. Of the row, and so was he, and there was already people sitting down. I'm like, man, to be one of those people that like. There's no question, like you can. There's no question that you'll be able to sit down and and let this guy through. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, and that that venue is just really poorly designed. The seats that are also, way too narrow. They're too narrow. Um, you've got your shoulders like, tucked in the whole time. They're so narrow that you don't even put your arms on the armrest because you no. feel that you're in the other person's space. Yes. So everybody kind of sits with their arms tucked. Yep. Like that. It's it's like yeah. instinctive. I don't know why, because like you and I both did it, and then the random person next to me also did it. And I, the person next to her also did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, this fat guy sitting in front of us, and it seemed like in lieu of bathing, he just doused himself in some kind of body spray. Yep. And it was absolutely miserable. Like, I immediately started getting a headache. I spent most of the show trying to breathe in through my scarf so I didn't <laughs> have to smell his fucking nasty scent. Yeah. And then it was really weird. He had his opener, right? And so the opener finishes, and Brian Regan comes out, and then this some, woman, yeah, like, that's right. co- several rows in front of us, just gets up and walks out. I'm like, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> <laughs> you got some, you got, you got a couple laughs with that. Line. Yeah. Um, uh, I was pretty, pretty good. Uh, I'm a pretty funny guy. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was a great show. And Brian Regan has this weird, this weird effect where like you go, you laugh the entire time. And then we were leaving and we're like, do you remember any of those jokes? I said, nope, nope, not really. But they were all very, 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 very funny. Yeah. If I, if I really think I can be like, Oh, he did like a, a whole, thing about ocd and books yeah but and, you can't like like quote it or describe unless it because, you are unless you already know it 
Unless you already know it, yeah. And I think it's because how did you guys how did you guys feel about his Netflix show? The the most oh, I the, the newest it. I haven't seen the newest one. It's only like four episodes, and it's all old bits that he just filmed sketches for. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, said, it's, he's got that uh, girl on the motorcycle bit. That's the one I saw. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall that bit. My mom says the sketches are good, mm-hmm. but there's no flow in between them. Oh uh, yeah. Like Key and Peel, they do a sketch, they do a little bit of banter, they do a sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's none of that. It's just like huh. sketch, and then it's like awkwardly transit gets yeah. to the next That's, one. Yeah. So and they, I didn't like it because they force conversations within the audience, and it's just really cringy. Oh, that mm. sounds. That yeah. does not sound. That's good. that's. Uh, I wouldn't take that show as representative of him. I watched. I started watching uh, Nunchuck and Flamethrowers yeah. um, this weekend. I just watched the beginning of it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty good. I remember. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I sort of like the show we went to because he did like 75%, maybe even more of new material. New material. Yeah. So he, he only like outside of the encore, he did like, you know, well, I, the, only, the couple of jokes that he did one from nunchucks and flamethrowers, he did one yes. from, uh, an old, his, his the, most recent live, live album, the, the microwave bit. Yeah, he opened with the with the microwave bit, which was great because I already knew that bit. So but was, that was that was part of a larger bit. Yes, the that's the other thing. He he, thing. he like introduced new stuff into that bit. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, it just felt like that was one part of a larger, like it still fit with everything yeah, yeah, else yeah. that was happening, which is why he brought it back. My favorite thing was like I don't know that this happens with other comedians unless they're as huge as him. Like I, I assume this would happen with like um, Chris Rock or you know Seinfeld. Yeah, where he. He went to do the encore, came back on, and as soon as like he was like, "Oh, thanks, guys, thanks," you know, it really means a lot. And as soon as the crowd died, as soon as the clapping died down a little bit, everyone just started Mind yelling truck, bits at him. Talking, I exam, I exam. Stupid at school. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just started yelling like like they're at a concert. So annoying. Yeah, but also like I thought, I just thought I thought that was funny. Yeah, that, that was because the funny. last time I saw him, he did he went into the encore. Like he's like, oh, thanks, guys. You know, thanks a lot. And then the, the clapping sort of died down. And then he went. Then then he went. Then like he asked for it. Yeah, he's like, hey, if you guys have any of you know, like of your of my favorite old bits, you guys want to know? You guys want you guys want to hear me do? Go ahead and you know shout him out, and I'll yeah. see if I can do him. Yeah. yeah, the it was it was, and so then people started shouting out immediately. He's like, you, you know, you know, you're just gonna listen and be like, oh yeah, he did it just like I have memorized, <laughs> which was really funny. What was really sweet was there were like some kids down in the front row. Yeah. And uh, and he like talked to them. He's like, oh, you know, how old are you guys? Like, oh, thank you for coming to my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, are there any anything you want to hear? Like the kids. And it was like it was a really nice moment. Yeah, it was. And that's one of the reasons why I really like him is that he's a very very clean comedian. Yes, you were talking about like how like most comedians play like casinos and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, whereas he can play theaters. Yeah, um, different like different you know venues because he puts on a clean show a completely clean show and it's not like so the his opener we were, his opener told a couple of jokes and they felt like they were missing a curse word like yes. there was a couple of times where it was like oh there's a shit that goes there uh-huh. and there's a fuck that goes yep. there he did say shit at one point and then and, he said and then part he of apologized. my apologized yeah. yeah uh and it was it was weird it was weird to like hear a joke that you could obviously feel yeah yeah the curse word in. Uh-huh. I went. I uh-huh. went to. Uh, I went to see Seinfeld for my birthday, and his opener was sort of like that. Uh, was it that New York guy that talks about? Yeah, it's probably the same one. From yeah, he had a lot of stuff about sex with his wife in there. Yeah, yeah, really guy. weird. I really hated Seinfeld Live. I hated it. 
He opened with the fucking same joke that he told in the very first episode of Seinfeld, the series. <sighs> you're out. You're, you're, you got dressed up. You're going out. And now, of course, you're out. And so you got now it's time to say, oh, we got to be getting back. Uh, so it's like, I like the show. Stuff. The show was great. He had a lot of new material, but the worst part was is we sat next to a lady who laughed before the punchline. Oh. Um, I don't, I don't know that that's a problem. Yeah, because sometimes, like, like there's definitely can, a few times can, in the Brian Regan show where he gave oh, the premise, yes, and yeah. I started laughing immediately. Yes. like just the premise is very. Well, funny. so the other thing is, like, I told this to you after the show. Tab got like looks. Yeah, and and I told you looks. that, and then you immediately you were like, "Fuck him!" Yeah. I, was like, I, I was like, "No, no, no, no!" You got like looks like that guy is having a great time. <laughs> no, because usually when I get looks, like I went and saw Spring Awakening, which uh-huh. is a musical about um, it's Eastern Germany, and it's about like exploring yourself. And Act Two ends with the main male character and the main female character going out to a tree, and the female character asks the male character to hit her with switch. <laughs> and it's okay. supposed to be like kind of dark and yeah. um, foreboding and he starts hitting her <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing here's the thing is that when Tav thinks something is funny it's 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 the funniest thing on the world so it's kind of tough like going to see like a movie with you sometimes because I because because every time we go see some movie and there's something funny in it People look at us like we're hot. <laughs> there's the time we saw we saw Iron Man three opening week ish. Yeah, yeah. And there's a joke about like, oh, the, the, he calls the dude Westworld because he looks like the cover because he looks like the the robot cowboy on the cover of the Westworld movie. And we we got the joke, we got the joke. but no one else in the theater got it. And so we're laughing our asses oh, off. Man. And everyone's giving us looks like these dudes are definitely high. And then the worst one was uh, when we were going to see Deadpool 2. Yeah, and he's like, he's putting in the chapstick, and I start laughing immediately because it's yeah, very funny. Yeah. But then the audience didn't laugh until, the until joke. There's, a, there's a joke. Aud- he, like, they pointed it out, joke. and it's yeah. like, now now you're allowed to laugh at yes, this. And yes. I, I, yeah. 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 But anyway, but, so but he, we were sitting in like, the last row, and the people in the row in front of us just kept on like looking back, like, this guy is insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is that. Is that like uh, if I find something funny, mm-hmm. I don't always laugh. I'll yeah. just I'll just be like, okay, that, yeah, yeah. that's entertaining. But if something's very funny, funny enough oh, yeah. for me to laugh, I'm gonna laugh yeah. a lot. I appreciate that about you. And so is that what you appreciate? Yeah. About me? Uh, <laughs> so the uh, she's getting whipped on stage, mm-hmm. and I start giggling because it was so, it was done so awkwardly. It was yeah. so bad. And uh, the, of course, the people around me start to like give me the dirtiest looks. Uh-huh. And I just want to be like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a good person to go to a live show with because I laugh when they make mistakes. I I've getting, I get a lot of dirty looks at shows and like something technically goes wrong and oh. I laugh. <laughs> yeah. What else are you going to do? You're not going to not laugh. Yeah. I don't know. Seinfeld is great, but he's also very formulaic in the way he sets up his jokes. Like, I didn't see why she needed to laugh at. So I was at the store the other day. Okay, yeah, you shouldn't yeah, laugh yeah. at that. The other thing I don't it's like about really that funny. is that he's a millionaire and he's still like doing the same level of, of like that complaining comedy that he did in yeah. the eighties and nineties when he was like a normal guy. But now he's a millionaire. He's like, what's the deal with these kids and their cell phones? He's like, <laughs> you're a millionaire. Fucking deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's all we got this week. It is. Uh, thanks for joining us. Cripple Jesus. Is there anything you want to plug? 
um, my Twitter just crippled Jesus at crippled Jesus, which is different than uh at what what's the other crippled guy crippled Jesus. No, there's a crippled. He pops up on my. I feet. see a cuckold Jesus in the chat. Uh, and for I, I was, I was mistaken in that I thought that you were the same person, but it's not. It's a different guy. Of course, Twitter's not going to load now because fuck me. And it probably won't have a tweet that's like at the top of the list either. Anyways, it was a, uh, it was great having you on the show, man. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on. We're glad you could join us finally. So, Crip no Daddy. problem. Great, Crip Daddy. That's Crip Daddy. I yeah. don't know if he's crippled. He's probably a gang member. No, I think. Yeah, he's a YouTuber. Yeah, he's, he's a YouTuber. YouTuber. I've heard of him. No. Yeah. So, uh, sorry. You know, sorry we it took so many delays to get you on, <laughs> but uh, glad you could be here. It was great. It was great. I had a great time. That he. Oh my God. Jerry Seinfeld's net worth is estimated to be $950 billion. So billion? Or million, million dollars. So he's almost, he's almost a billion. Yeah. Well, I guess he'd just be a, a, he'd have to have $2 billion to be a billionaire. But yeah. Stop, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you leave, you live a blessed life. You worked for nine years between like 1987 and 1995. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when the brakes on your Porsche break down? <laughs> And then you have to go talk to people. Uh huh. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when you show up to your green room and there aren't three wooden coat hangers for your stuff? And two jars of peanut butter. And two <laughs> jars of peanut butter. One creamy, one smooth, natural, and they better be fucking stirred before I get there. Kosher I'm pickles. Jerry Seinfeld and I have time to fucking stir peanut butters. Kosher pickles. What's the deal with private airline food? Uh, My five star chef can't make a. Steak tarts are worth a damn. Yeah. So uh, thanks, guys. Thank, yep. thank you, Cripple Jesus. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. We'll catch you next week. See ya. See ya. See ya.